You've paid your five bucks, now let's get into stick and buck. It's that time of month again for another session of Stick and Puck brought to you by Between the Pipes podcast and On the Bench with Beaks. I am Beaks and with me as always is Mr. Keith Zanders. Hello, hello. Let's, how do you, how do you start this? There we go. You know, it's, it's, it's been a while since I've used that thing back with on the bench of beaks, I used to any any chance I had, I would just. Oh you know, yeah, you you're so on it. you were so on it. You, it was almost like second nature to you. I'm uh I'm a rookie now, man. It's it's been a while, and I for, I forgot where the buttons at. Well, you know, it's like riding a bike. You never really truly forget. Right. You just it's it's repetition, repetition, man. Exactly. Shots, 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 shots. Yeah, man. So uh, and that's what Sticky Puck's all about. Is taking shots. So let's take a couple shots today here. Uh, well, we do have uh some unfinished business from the last Stick and Puck. Uh, you had brought up that you had found some um holy grails or grail snipes, holy if you will. Holy grails. Yeah. And so. Let's start. Let's start this beast off with uh, what you got here, man. I, I'm 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 on the edge of my seat to find out what what you really got here. <laughs> it might uh, it not might be might not be as exciting as it was for me, but I'm so stoked I got the jerseys that we kind of like I mentioned uh, last episode. Yeah, that there there's some on the way. Uh, but yeah, we'll 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 background. Uh, not to get crazy into it or anything, but I'm a blob. I just, as everyone knows, I fucking talk and I don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. No wonder why you started a podcast. <laughs> but here we go. Um, no, man, I met, uh, I was able to connect with a guy in Switzerland uh, that had some stuff that I was interested in. And uh, he actually had a couple things out on eBay and he was um, looking to... Um, put things on bid essentially you know um there were a couple things that i was very interested in so i just sent him a direct message like hey man like how much for you to you know take this stuff off right now i'll pay you you know obviously if the price is reasonable uh for me you know to get them so you don't have to go through this whole Bid deal, well, hoping that people are gonna, you know, bid on them or whatnot. Well, yeah, well, all you jersey buyers out there know how like stressful like bidding can be, especially for jerseys. Yeah, man, and um, he got back to me, uh, you know, uh, not too long after, and he gave me a price, and it was very reasonable. And uh, I was just like, "Let's do it, man." Uh, from that point on, uh, we made that transaction, uh, and we were just kind of exchanging things through email, and he was just like, well, check out these things, and he sent me a couple more things, and I was like, holy shit. Oh, you, you pretty much X marks the spot on pirate booty for you. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, all right, well, how much do you want for these? 
you know, and then again, we negotiated on a price. Um, and it was one of those things, like I've mentioned it before, like I get really sketched out when it comes to international stuff. Oh yeah. Cause I've been burnt before, like shipping wise and stuff. So I was very worried that I'm going to dish out all this money and then, you know, the package gets lost or whatnot. I'll be up shit's Creek without a paddle. Yeah. I mean, I trusted the guy, you know, I, I knew like it, it was nothing like, oh, this dude seems sketchy or anything like that. It was more so making sure that. It makes it makes it over over the pond, um, but no. So so the so the agreement I told him was like here, hey, like if uh, if this first set of jerseys you know arrives uh, with no issues, I'll make the other transaction because I didn't want to dish out like this whole lump sum of money and then I get burnt, you know. Oh yeah, and absolutely. this dude has quite a bit of cash on him and i have nothing you know test the Um, waters but yeah he he agreed on it and he's like he's like i'll i'll hold them for you for a month regardless uh and we'll go from there and and uh the first set we after we made the trans transaction through from me paying him and then him shipping out and i'll be honest he was so fucking cool um he was very responsive, sent me emails like, hey, go to the post office. Hey, here's your tracking number. This and that, like very like, so I felt very comfortable about it. You know, like he, you could tell that he wasn't looking to like, he's like, odd, he, he honest dude, you know, Oh yeah, very honest guy. Um, very communicative, very easy to work with. That's what you, that's what you want to find in the seller for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, in that sense, like I was, again, I was like just extremely, extremely comfortable and those jerseys showed up like from, from the transaction to getting them here in the United States, it was like four days, four or five days. So like less than a week. Oh my God. That's awesome. Especially for international stuff. Yeah. I was blown away. I I couldn't believe it, man. Like I, I really thought, you know, it's going to be much more harder um but it wasn't wicked well let's see what you got dude right, so let's uh so there's let me think now four of yeah there's so there's four jerseys that i want to share oh wow all right here, this is like a showcase let me uh hold on here one two one two a little echoey i know sound might be kind of shitty today guys on this episode so sorry but to get away from the mic so i can share this stuff i have to Step away a little bit, so if it's echoey, my bad. Just step away. All right, here it is. And by the way, for people that are watching, Cody has no idea what I have here. I told him, I was like, I'm not not fucking pulling this shit out until we start recording. So he's just as clueless as everyone else. Yeah, so I I'm literally on the edge of my seat. Well, maybe not literally. And I'm sure there's also there's jerseys. People like, oh my god, you have them all stuffed in a bag. They were packaged with care. Chill out. Yeah. For <laughs> Number one. Do you remember the Kansas City Blades? Oh my gosh! Wow! Whoa! Whoa! Wow! Oh, yeah. Show that to the camera. You got to show that to the camera. That's just... Kansas City Blades over here. Um, so, I was super... I was the most stoked about this jersey because I haven't seen them. And this is cool. This is on the tag. It's it's the Pro Wear. 
they used to do a thing with Bauer together, so yeah. so um, so in that sense, like it's not like I um, what do you call it knockoff, kind like of a knockoff type. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 a cool cool jersey. Um, what I was a little disappointed about. I asked him about the size, and he told me it's LXL, and that's literally what the tag actually says, really? LXL. I don't know if you can see it on the video. It's a little small. Yeah, that's a, a little small. A tiny small, like maybe I'll get a belly button ring during summer's coming, and I'll rock this bad boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocket is basically like a tube top. Yeah. For sure. Everybody's got to have a tube top hockey jersey, right? Yeah. And here's your back. An Arturs Herve. Oh, man. That's huge. That's insane. So most most of you goalie freaks or people I know before. So, oh, let me, let me shut this down a little bit. Da, da, da. There we go. There we go. A little bit better. So when... Um, when Urban went to the Sharks, so for uh, a lot of people that don't know, uh, the Kansas City Blades, if I remember correctly, used to be part of the IHL, yes. which used to be the affiliate for the San Jose Sharks at the time. Oh, yeah. So think of it as like, you know, like your um, AHL teams or whatever these days, you know. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's, that's what the Kansas City Blades were. So, so Urban didn't go straight to the Sharks. He actually, they put him with the Kansas City Blades, um, and that's where that's where he spent uh, some time, kind of going back and forth, honestly, between between the San Jose Sharks and the Blades. The yeah. Blades. There was, I I couldn't give you the years and stuff. Uh, I'm not that savvy, but but there was he went back and forth until what was it when they traded him '96 to yeah, Dallas? About, yeah, somewhere around '96 or something like that. It had to have been. Yeah, they sent him to Dallas, I believe, where he, uh, I believe, played as a backup for a year. Yeah, and then uh, went to Carolina. Uh, no, uh, Canucks. Oh wow! See, yeah, yeah well, I, I wouldn't. Uh, well, you're the Archer Survey guy, so for sure. He went to the Canucks for wow. for another for also a year. Kind see, of I didn't even know that as a backup, and. Let's talk about the next jersey from now yeah, on. Let's bust out the next jersey. See what we got here. All right, let me crank this mic up again a little bit. We got four, so three more. All right. And boom. And there's the Canucks jersey with a real nice savvy uh, All Star. Uh, yeah, the '98 All Star game. Yep, '98 All Star game patch because it was in uh, Vancouver. '98 for sure. Yep. And uh, yeah, this was this was the one year when Irving played. Oh, so let me guess. This one's also an Archer survey. Wow, that is just that's beautiful. That thing is beautiful. And you know what? I gotta I gotta tell you right now that the that Canucks jersey is probably my favorite Canucks jersey out yeah. of all of their jerseys. I mean, they've had some incredible incredible styles, but I just that that thing is just so clean. Oh man, you yeah, you've you've been sweeping up on the Urbay gear for sure. Yeah, buddy, and um yeah, so so this I, I mean I'm sure there's someone out there with one of these bad boys. 
But um, I have not seen any. I mean, I have not seen any. It took me forever to get a Carolina Hurricanes Archer Zerbe jersey. Yeah, well, see, the, and then that's that's the thing is that I think uh, when he played for San Jose and when he played for Carolina, he was the most notable. At least in my eyes, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I so. mean, that was his uh, Stanley Cup Finals run, really, you know? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, after that, it, I hate to say it, but it kind of went downhill from there, really. I mean, he's, yeah. his career's been like this the whole time, right? Oh, yeah, for he sure. He was doing super hot with the Sharks, you know? Um, he did great with that, even with the Blades. I think they won that 92 or whatever. Uh, they won the, whatever the Cup was in the IHL. Oh, nice. Um, Urbe won that, and he was, like, one of the leading goalies in the league. So, um, but then, like, the dog bite thing happened. I don't know what year that was. It just, it was just a whole weird deal because then he got dealt to the Stars. Right. Where he did okay, but he was just a backup. And then the year with the uh, Canucks where he really didn't do much but had some good games and whatnot right um and then after if i'm mistaken after that that's that's when he went to carolina and that's where he actually spent most of his career as it comes with the nhl hey those beautiful dirty ass white pads lovely oh god they those things have been through hell and back but that's a that's a cool story about our cruiser bay is those freaking his gear in general oh yeah you know how he worked on himself and then let the equipment managers um you know even touch him for you know he 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 did most of the work on him yes like sitting on the bus and the team playing literally stitching his stuff back together And there was a, there was a lot of people I I in social media I saw I've seen in the past where they talked about like oh that's you know that's BS he uh, he didn't use the same pads throughout his season and this and that and uh, yeah he did but he the reason why sometimes the pads look different when you compare pictures he act, they actually change the skins on them to you know match or whatever and I think at the end is when they just stuck to the regular white was just because i mean white goes with everything really yeah well yeah i mean it's it's easy it's simple and i mean you can it's cheap basically you know and i mean the way archers felt about his stuff i mean you don't have to be flashy you know just gotta work Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what he did he's made it work yep Yep, and then, yeah, speaking of Carolina, I didn't bring my Carolina, but I do have a Archer's of the Carolina Hurricanes jersey, too. It's at home. Uh, after the Hurricanes, though, that's when it got really rocky for Urbe. Yeah. Um, so he had that awesome, you know, Stanley Cup Finals. Um, and then, the, what was that? Oh one oh two season, the Stanley Cup run? Uh, I, th- I believe it was the 2002-2003. Okay, you might be right. Yeah. I, I, I can't, yeah. Like, again, I'm, I'm bad with the years and stuff, and I can, and we, we might be wrong, and correct us if we're wrong. But, but yeah, 0102 and uh, 0203 were definitely, like, the highlight career kind of uh, seasons. Then I know after, after that, he, again, it was just like a rocky, he didn't do too well. And he was kind of towards the bottom, and I, if I don't, if I remember correctly, he even got dealt to the ECHL at that time. Yeah, the Johnstown Chiefs actually. Mm-hmm. The uh, team that was, ba- uh, well, that 
uh, Slapshot was pretty much basically based off of. So that happened, and and from there he actually then got dealt to the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, uh, which for, he never played one game because that was a lockout season. Yeah, right. Yeah, yep. Yep. There was there was that, um, and then he went back to Europe. Yeah, Salzburg and uh, Nitra in the Slovak League, the Austrian League and Slovak League. That's right. I actually just pulled it up, so that's why I know. There you go. So let's go to... And then Urbe went. You were... Oh my gosh, yes. Did a Salzburg Red Bull... The Austrian team. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, so this guy really had just everything Urbe. Unreal. That is so sweet. Yep. So, this is what they call a fan jersey, so it's not like... I don't think it's even like polyester or whatever. Yeah, just screen um, print. And, but, I mean, holy crap, Crafted in the dude. Czech Republic. Uh... Yeah, so we got that. Hold on, let me mess with the mic a little bit again. Boom, hello. Hello, people. Hello, hello, everybody. Um, yeah. No, see, the, the, I, I'm i not a big fan. Obviously, uh, if you've ever listened to anything we've ever talked about, I'm not the a huge advertising. fan of like ads. But, I mean, it is. it does, it does seem interesting when you kind of look at them up close. But, I mean, just to get, I mean, another beautiful Urbe edition like that's that's another one that you're not gonna find anywhere sure absolutely oh so are, are like yeah you, you just you've basically just swept up on Urbe jerseys haven't you maybe oh, maybe yeah a little bit uh, alright so what's your what's your fourth one what do you got and then the very end of Urbe was Wow. The hockey club. Nitra. Hold on, me. Alright, so. Yes. So the Nitra team, and. What happened here was, Urbe didn't even finish a whole season with them. He just did not do well. He just had. And from what I understand is, he uh, basically pulled himself out of the team. Like, he didn't even finish a season with them. Oh, you only played six games with him, actually. He was his performance was so poor, unfortunately, um, where he just said, "You know, my my time's over." He just uh, came to the conclusion and uh, pulled him out, pulled himself out, pulled himself out, and he's been retired since. And that's when he started doing coaching and stuff. So, and that's kind of like the same thing that Brizgalov did too later in his career as well. He tried to make a comeback, so somewhat of a comeback in the NHL, and yeah, it was just like, no, this isn't happening. Yeah. So, some major grails. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, this was a goalie cut too, which is crazy. Like, oh, I huge. could probably freaking wear this with my gear, which obviously I won't, but. Um, it I don't think have. I can. I don't think I can. You know, like wear it. It's it's just a smidge too big, you know. But, wow. but 
it's still uh it's still cool uh but yeah man this is this is the holy grail that i was kind of hyping up and trying to work out and i'll be honest shitting my pants hoping that they're gonna show up and not get lost somehow international mail or whatnot oh yeah um but but thankfully uh thankfully everything showed up with no issues and and very fast at that like i mentioned before so um but these are them man these are the, i was going back and forth to negotiate um and the hardest one actually to negotiate out was the canucks one Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, those the, like the Austrian and Slovak leagues are probably like a super rare too. But I mean, especially especially the Canucks one. I mean, yeah, that was gonna that was gotta gotta be hard to you know just take out of somebody's grasp. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, and I was thinking the same way. You know, I mean, the Canucks is I I'd like to think the Canucks one is super rare here in the United States. Um, I mean, he played one season. Yeah, one year. So how many how many jerseys were even produced back then? I mean, yeah, I, and like he, even think he was a backup too. Yeah, and he, he's he's like a niche kind of like fan favorite kind of guy, you know. Yeah, almost like a uh, you know an urban hero, like an urban hero sort of thing. Sure. Yeah. You know, you, know, you really got to understand who the guy is to be a fan of him. Or otherwise, you know, you just kind of see him as like you know just another backup goaltender. Yeah, you know for sure. Yeah, yeah, and and again, like I'm not doubting that maybe there's someone out here in the United States that might have the Nitra and the Salzburg Red Bull, but those are rare here in the United States. I, I they have to be. Oh, I, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. fan jersey or not, like they're not out here. Oh, they don't, they, don't, they don't print a lot of those, mm. especially after after the fact of, like, I mean, only six games, you know. Yeah. How many of those do you think yeah, really got that, printed? And Salzburg, too. You only, I mean, Salzburg only played for a year, too. That was only a year thing in that Austria League. Oh, yeah. Which something I what I love about is the Salzburg Red Bull, and it's, like, it fits so well because, obviously, Red Bulls, originate, Red Bull originated in Austria, so I was like, oh, yeah. this is... This is uh, it's just, it's cool how it really goes together on that side of the world, you know? Absolutely. Unreal. Uh, I, I tell you what, man, those are some beauty pickers. And the Kansas City Blades one is just, it's incredible as well. Like, that one, like, it's so cool, man. And, yeah, and, and again, that would, I don't know why, but the, the Blades one was the one that was the most stoked of. And, and unfortunately, when I, when I pulled it out and I saw the size and I was like, holy shit, like, I would assume it's a youth jersey, most likely. Yeah, absolutely. Like youth LXL, whatever. Um, and who knows? Like I said, the dude might have not known it too. But I would have appreciated if he would have said like, "The Blades one looks a little small compared to you know uh, the Canucks the goalie large cut or like, the goalie cut, you know." You know, but that yeah, dude might have you know he's he sees dollar signs and I see jerseys so I, I see how it goes and well and, it, I mean even if it is small I mean yeah maybe you won't be able to wear it very often but I mean like that is a super special jersey hey man even if I can frame it oh yeah absolutely you know, and throw it on the wall one day or something like well worth it to me oh totally and I mean that just goes back to what we were saying you know last ticket puck where it, it, 
like Jersey stuff, we, there's, it provides so much meaning for us, and that's that's a perfect example of it. You know, that means so much to you as, you know, as a proud Latvian and goaltender. Yeah. And, you know, and, I mean, that, yeah, you don't... <laughs> You don't see a lot of Kansas City Blades, Artur Survey jerseys running around, so, or any of those for that matter. So yeah. I mean, yeah, those are uh, those you you gotta call those Grail snipes for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm very I'm very excited. This is, I have some cool jerseys, but I want to say these these are probably the coolest ones so far that I've been able to snag. So probably top of the pops. Yeah, top of the pop chart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I mean, uh, yeah, like I said, that Vancouver one just—I mean, all three, all four of them are just special as hell. So, yeah, good goal, good. I mean, good grab, all four, dude. Yeah, that that was that was well worth the wait. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed them. I was super excited on them. Like I said, we I talked to you earlier, and I was like, man, like, I mean, I'm excited that I have them, but it's like it doesn't feel as exciting anymore now that I have them. So then I started doubting. I was like, will other people even feel like... Well, yeah. I was like, holy shit, like, this is cool. Yeah. Well, you know, if I finally got them, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well... No, I have them. What now? <laughs> it's weird. Find new grass knives. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. You just, you just got to be happy and move on to some other project or well, some wish, that, you know, that you wanted or yeah, that's whatever. The thing is, you, know. you know, Jersey collecting is an ever-evolving discipline, really. Absolutely. Because once you do get a hold of those ones, you know, you've done all this work and a lot of that, a lot of, like, the work and, like, looking for it, all the research and, and you know, tracking them down is, like, half the fun anyways. And then waiting for them to get here, you know, like a little kid on Christmas morning, you know, waiting to go open up your, like, couple presents or whatever yeah and, absolutely and then when you finally got it you're like Dude, where's my meaning again yeah, <laughs> you know and, absolutely but i mean yeah it, it, and that's the cool thing about it is that there's so many jerseys out there is that you can continue doing that and some some you will be able to get and some you won't be able to get and those are four really awesome jerseys that you just got so well, thank you, sir. Applause. Very uh, applauded indeed, for sure. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Well, hey, man, enough enough of my jerseys, man. We've spent over 20 minutes talking about these jerseys. Let's. There's a couple other things um, that's worth mentioning, obviously. Um, it happens to fall today, actually, that it's the uh, Humble Broncos' fourth uh, anniversary yeah for since sure. since since the incident happened so uh i feel like it's very important to mention that and always and, for and sure kind of remember that and and talk about it um i know cody you you mentioned you know you you're very close with dog nation hockey foundation here in colorado yeah and um those guys have done some great things for not only yourself but other people but they've been very very uh close with the bronco humble broncos family since day one of the incident and they got some other things going on if you don't mind sharing that information yeah just a little context yeah is uh when uh when the humble crash actually happened uh dog nation took a huge leap and actually went out to humboldt it visited the spot visited a lot of the families and um dealt out some uh major bucks for a lot of the uh a lot of a lot of the victims that victims and you know injured parties which was really cool and 
yeah, ever since then, they've been really close with a lot of those guys. Like, I mean, Grayson Cameron being one of them. And uh, we were actually lucky enough to have him on the On the Bench with Beaks podcast, if you remember correctly. Yep, yep. Do you um, remember which episode that was? Oh, my gosh. That was, um, I want to say somewhere in the 50s. All right. I was for people that maybe want to re-listen to that or something. Well, I'll see if I can find another in the description. Yeah, absolutely. And that one was a really powerful episode to really talk to him about it. And and uh, Dog Nation has invited a lot of uh, you know some of the guys that actually ended up being paralyzed in that crash out to out to Denver, and they made him the star of a the star of the Denver Broncos game because you know Broncos humble Broncos kind of like sure, a correlation. Sure. Yeah. Took him out there, put him on the 50-yard line, made him the, the heroes of the game, which was really cool. And and ever since then, they've you know kept in touch with all these people, so it's always been huge. But uh, recently, um, from what I've been told, uh, Greg, uh, I believe it's Greg Barney, uh, the head coach of the Humboldt Broncos. Okay. It, I, I might be getting the name wrong, but I believe it's Greg, like Greg Barney or something like that. He had this uh, brainchild uh, that he brought up to marty you know a dog nation dog father that uh he thought it'd be really cool to at the end of every season moving forward to nominate one of a one humble bronco player who best in um embodies the spirit of you know like give hard play fair give back uh spirit of dog nation and award them like a scholarship very moving forward so that's that like uh, it's it's kind of crazy that we uh, you know we just uh, the, the anniversary shows up and this kind of news kind of breaks out, but it's it's very exciting. I mean, that's what what a great way to immortalize you know all the folks that they lost and and uh, continue a, a a surviving a giving and loving spirit that I mean bet like that the hockey community showed towards the uh, original. Uh, victims and such of the uh, Humboldt bus crash. Absolutely. So I yeah I thought that was really cool and I mean just like uh, it just proves again how the hockey community really ra- rallies around like one of its own. You know when when one guy goes down like there's ten guys willing to step up for him. You know. Yeah. No, hockey community is great, man, and and again it reminds you how small the hockey world really is at yeah. the end of the day. I mean, you know, yeah, there's teams all over the world in the NHL, whatever, different leagues. But but at the end of the day, everyone somehow runs into each other from your beer leaguers to NHLers to ECHL. Hey, you know, like on and on and on. It just we all somehow find our way to to run into each other and yeah, and share, you know, the compassion of the game and. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there are some toxic parts of hockey, just as there is in just regular life, you know, that, I mean, obviously needs a change. But this is one thing, uh, one aspect of hockey that I've always been so proud of. Absolutely, you man. Know, the the interconnectivity and the, the true, you know, uh, brothership and sistership, you know, sisterhood and brotherhood yeah. of, of the sport, you know, like, yeah, you may, we may talk shit to each other tell the uh tell the cow comes home about like the different teams that we we cheer for but in the end we all see each other as you know just people loving the same kind of thing absolutely and that's kind of you know and to to be able to be a part of that and to see it 
evolving even more to where you know people are really helping helping out futures and you know picking up fallen fallen soldiers brethren mm-hmm. sisters is just it's such a treat to be able to see it and the fact that it's getting to be much more part of the sport is helping out the ones that are in need you know yeah no i agree with you man and 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 again you know today being the day and remembering um it's so cool to see i mean we 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 got this big big tv behind us that the camera doesn't see but but uh there's some games going on today and it's super cool to see how like no one's still forgotten and they're and they're doing their part to kind of remember and and stuff which is which is super cool man yeah winnipeg just had a really incredible um incredible uh tribute to it before the game it was really beautifully done and tasteful and you know it, it had all the names of the that Bronc, uh, broncos team yeah on the ice and stuff and everybody it just you know it's it's you know it's such a sad and terrible thing to do and we're so lucky that not another situation has happened like that since on such a large scale in the hockey community so you know you got to be thankful for that and but you know you do got to remember that this did happen and so many lives were changed in an instant but yet the hockey community was still there and you know just like the we we touched on this when uh colby cave passed Yes. Uh, from, uh, you know, uh, Boston Bruins, Edmonton Oilers, how, you know, when his bo- body was being transported back to his hometown, there were, uh, uh, like, old fans, uh, uh, friends, family, were all lined up on the road where his body was being transported back to the family house. You know, it's just powerful stuff like that that, yeah. you know, you don't see very often. Super cool. But when you do, it's, you know, it's, it's solemn, it's very sad, but... Um, it's just it's beautiful that the hockey community is there for each other absolutely man I know I, I, I can't agree more with you man it's it's just cool and it's again rest in peace to everyone that passed away and yeah and, and uh, obviously we'll we'll never forget and they'll keep you know we'll keep remembering this every year and and it's it's just great it's so cool yeah and just try yeah try to do better for everybody absolutely for all the lives that were affected you know and try to continue to evolve the sport to move move forward even more so so that more of this can happen and uh you know it's not like it's nobody's really rushed or you know felt in jeopardy you know as soon as because you know bad things are going to happen regardless you know but i mean part of life yeah but the fact is you know the way the way it's moving in my eyes is that you know we're we're going to be there for you no matter what absolutely which is really a, like it's powerful it's very powerful and it's a beautiful thing so absolutely sure. absolutely man all right moving on moving on yeah uh Switch it up to a little lighter, a lighter subject. Lighter here. subject, um, man, Cody. I gotta. I've been. I, I've told you. I've been. I've just been super busy with work and everything. So I've been really out of the loop when it comes to the NHL and stuff. Um, I mean, I try to follow it as much as I can, read up on some things, but I've, I haven't seen a lot of games and this and that, and you know, such is life. I'm sure other people can can relate to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. But one thing. One thing I gotta talk to you about, and it cracks me up. Um, 
was it yesterday? Yesterday, I think I saw it throughout the Colorado Avalanche sites. It's everywhere on social everywhere. media. Twitters, Instagrams, Facebooks, so on and so forth. Tickery talkery. They announced the Colorado Avalanche have clinched that playoff spot. What? Are you serious? Oh, come yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I could not stop laughing about it. I mean, I get it. Everyone's excited. They're going to the playoffs and stuff. But at the same time, I was like, do you think they weren't going to go to the playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> Probably one of the most, like, the most over-obvious statements of the century, or at least this year. The Colorado Avalanche clinched the playoffs. I mean, let's let's be honest. For the last month, they've been at least 10 points ahead of everybody well, in the Well, they're 106 points right now, 106 right? 106 points. Right now, as of right now, they are uh, the uh, closest... The closest team to them right now are 15 points away from them. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, man. Like it's just like yeah, you see it all these people. Like they clinched. Like well, no shit. But it's, <laughs> you know? it's funny, you know. Like it's almost like, whew, that was a close one, boys. Oh, got in by shit, the skin would, of our would, teeth. If we would have lost that one game, you know, shoot, for real, we'd be talking a different story, right? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, without without that. No, without that last game, we uh, we probably would have never got in. No, it's it, it is pretty ridiculous, and I and I understand it's all about that, like the media blitz and like the media sensation about it. And, but uh, yeah, it's it's at, at some point just like it's almost like redundant. Like, do you really even have to say anything? Everybody knew yeah. that they they were already clenched. And what what I found was like absolutely ridiculous is, is that they weren't even the first team to clinch. Actually, Florida clinched before them. Okay, I because, didn't know that. Because the bottom of the East is just like such a mess right now that no, like a, a couple, a couple teams, there's just no way. Yeah, yeah, no way that they were gonna even. I mean, Montreal and you know, like I think Detroit's now uh, exempt as well. I, I don't know. I, maybe if they lose this game uh, that we're watching against Winnipeg. I'll probably be out of it, but yeah, it's, but uh, it, it is, it's, it's, it's a bit, a little bit of ridiculous, but I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You no, know, absolutely. So you yeah. Put it out I there. mean, I mean, I, I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not trying to like talk to like you idiots or anything. No. Like no. you got to understand at the end of the day, like you're freaking Arizona. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Seattle. You know, like, like, who, like they would have done the same thing. Like media is media and they're oh, going to, yeah. you know, they're going to hype up their team no matter how far ahead they may be or how far behind. Like, but it, I just thought it was funny. It's like, all we're clinched. Like, like, oh my God. Oh, no shit. What? Woo! Seriously? Because, you know, I couldn't sleep last night. I was like, <laughs> oh, what if? What if? Oh, I was chewing my chewing my uh, fingernails off to the right down to the you know to the base. What if, what if they didn't count the ballots correctly? Right? Yeah. Is this another uh, Florida ballot situation or what? You gotta see, well, yeah. You just gotta see the humor in the situation because you're just like, yeah, for like the longest time, you're like, yeah, of course Colorado is gonna be making the playoffs. Right. They could take the rest of the season off and still make the playoffs and probably in the top spot. You know, top top one or two, maybe. Yeah. Like or th- third, if if it, somebody got really hot. So yeah, it's it's pretty humorous just to see, like everybody saying, like, dude, it, it's it's at this point it's redundant for sure. No, for sure. But for I mean, sure. media blitz is what is what it is. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty goofy. 
Because just yeah, you just you, you think about it like, well, who's gonna make the playoffs? For, like last month, if you came, if anybody went up to you and asked you like, who's gonna make the playoffs? Well, Colorado for sure. Yeah, you know, and uh, every, there, there's no there's no denying. I mean, there's it. yeah, there's a few teams that you can say off right off the bat. You know, Colorado obviously was one of them. Florida, Florida was one of them. Carolina, you know? and then yeah, yeah. And, and so I yeah, it just like yeah, it's funny because we've been living the living with this for so long. So it's just like no, absolutely, man, duh, absolutely. You know, but but still speaking on you know a little bit on the hours and stuff. Uh, the trade deadline wasn't really that long ago. You know. No. Yeah. Um. Again, like I kind of saw bits and pieces. No goalies. That's all I care about is goalies. No goalies. <laughs> but they did pick up some some uh, new talent. Um, I want to ask you, you being the guru and stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on these uh, on these new players? And so far, you know, it's been a few weeks and they've played. Um, have you seen any difference? Absolutely. Uh, uh, for one thing. What Joe did was very savvy. I mean, A, he picked up four really decent players that can really shore up our uh, bo- the bottom six of the Avs. I mean, and, I mean, you get, you get a hold of, you know, guys like uh, Nico Sturm and Andrew Cagliano. They're all, they're heart, 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 heart kind of guys. They, they, they play, they play with an edge. They play fast. They play, they play tough and they're smart defensively. Which is always, always, always a big plus when going into the play the Stanley Cup playoffs, huge. And then you go out and get out uh, like a real defensively uh, high IQ, um, hard hitting defenseman in Josh Manson. And mind you, all uh, all three of those you've only given up picks, and Tyson Jost. Yeah, that's it. So you got you got three players right there. That you are not subtracting from your lineup, you're only adding. Sure. And then the last, the biggest, obviously the biggest deal is going out and getting Arturi Lekkinen from the uh, the Montreal Canadiens. So let me ask you about that one, because it's like, I was I was waiting for some memes to start coming out of that trade and stuff. Not that like he's a terrible player or anything like that, but that there was like a visa situation. Yeah, that Homer was got traded, ridiculous. and then he couldn't play. How many games did he miss? Because there was like a visa issue or something, and he was still chilling in Canada. If if I'm not mistaken, he definitely missed like at least two, at okay. least two, because yeah. not as bad. No, but uh, yeah, yeah, he had a, he had a Canadian uh, work visa, and obviously when you come to work and play in the U.S. like or a ba- a U.S. based uh, ho- hockey team. You have to get an, uh, a U.S. V- visa as well. Yeah, work visa. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, anybody who's you know moved to a different country is going to understand that. Yeah, uh, but you know, normally those things that those things get acquired like within a snap of a finger, especially for professional sports sports players, sure athletes. But yeah, it just. <laughs> I don't know. It just kept lingering on and on and on. I don't know if maybe the American government thought he was like Russian or something, but uh, yeah, it was just he was held out for a few games. I mean, he could practice with the team, but he couldn't play. So yeah, for uh, a few games here, right after like I mean, and the the thing is, acquiring him was huge. It was huge. You know, we, yeah. we let go of, I mean, a mighty, a mighty fantastic uh, prospect, and you know, uh, Justin Baron. But you know the the biggest thing about it is our Terry Lekkinen. You can you can play up and down your lineup, super fast, well liked guy, uh, just as everybody 
that um you know that that's uh, spoken I've all spoken highly about how how great of a teammate he is and how well he plays and how how much he adds just to you know his line into the team and stuff so you know a, a lot of Colorado Avalanche fans are hyped like like fuck yeah this guy's gonna be awesome and and you know like we want to see him play but he's you know he's on the shelf because yeah. the U.S. government won't give him a damn work visa come on Biden get it together man seriously yeah. come on Joe it's time to wake up from the nap and give my boy a, a work visa <laughs> luckily he finally did and ever since then he's been he's been playing lights out for the as they he's fit in really well especially with Val and Chushkin like those two are just pesky as all hell and you saw it in um uh, the first uh the first and second uh, uh pittsburgh penguins game the man is just tenacious on the puck and never gives up on a play and i mean he got, he got his first goal albeit an empty net goal in the in the second uh back-to-back -back, uh pittsburgh penguins game but no man kid's gonna be great and he's already starting to fit in all the guys are really starting to find a place in the colorado avalanche lineup so it's very exciting time and you know adding adding just a little bit more to this like oh the avalanche clinched like yeah all right let's just get to the fucking playoffs already yeah you know i hear you man i hear you yeah no i i agree did that tickle? I, yeah, no, it did. You, that, you, that you, the answered, fancy? you answered everything you had to answer, man. Uh, I uh, really don't have any other questions. Yeah, and I mean, well, I will say this one thing. I mean, yeah, it hurt a little bit giving up Justin Barron because he's going to be a great player. I mean, he's already in Montreal playing for the Canadian instead of uh, with us. He was playing down in the AHL this year. But we do get term on our Terry Lekkinen, so we've got – We'll have our Terry Leckinen for a while. You know, a lot of a lot of these other uh, trades that Joe could have made for like a a Claude Giroux or a JT Miller. You know, we we would have had to give him up for basically just a rental. Yeah. So at least now we have Leckinen for the next couple of years, and you know, uh, we got him at half half the price as Montreal retained half his salary. So sure. Savvy moves by Joe. I mean, I'll tell you what, you know, you think you think the guy's not going to do anything or, you know, you're worried that he won't do anything or he'll make a mistake. I'll tell you what, you know, prospects are prospects. Yeah, Justin Baron may uh, become a great player one day, but the Avs want to win now. And Joe made the perfect moves to win now. And they seem to be paying off. So that's what I got to say about that. And, you know, good, good on you, Joe. You know, everybody... Uh, like a lot of other teams had some pretty savvy moves as well. I mean, obviously the Flyer, uh, not the Flyers, the Panthers, picking up Giroux. Yeah, that, that's that's what we were really shooting for. I mean, well, at yeah, the beginning that was that was really like yeah, that was the big rumor that uh, you know the Avalanche and the Florida Panthers were going to be were the two teams in on it. But it turned out after the trade was made, Giroux only wanted to go to the the Panthers. Like Joe had like. Had reached out about Claude, but I mean, for uh, that was like a couple months ago, and ever since then, it was just kind of just dropping in and still seeing if that's what was going to happen, and that's exactly what happened. So 
it wasn't as close a close a battle for Claude Giroux as I thought it would be. Yeah, as yeah. every like, I mean, everybody thought it was. You know, everybody was like, "Oh man, Joe and uh, you know the Florida Panthers GM are like going back and forth, like throwing out these different crazy, you know, trade co- uh, combinations." It's like it's it's becoming this huge like tumultuous thing. Like, no, it really wasn't. It was Florida the whole time. So. And, you know, and uh, Giroux would have just been a rental. He would have, ne- like, w- with our cap space, he would have never been able to, like, sign for term, especially when Nazem Kadri's contract will be up. Um, and Nathan McKinnon will have to get signed as well on the offseason. So we've got a, we've got enough to deal with with trying to sign our big players anyways. We don't need to worry about a Claude Giroux as well. And with our Terry Leckin, we don't have to worry about that for another couple of years. Yeah. So. And an explosive player adds a lot to the lineup. Good on you, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it live from Cody Beekman at the Um the Bench of Beaks headquarters. Those are the squeaks from the Beaks. There you go, man. Well, hey, you answered all my questions. Uh, we've been we've been talking to close to an hour almost. Oh wow. Oh uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, nice shoot around again. We got to like. Uh, Break some grails. Yeah. You know, send send some love out to, you know, the helpful hockey community out there. And I got to, you know, chat my balls off about the avalanche. So I always appreciate it, man. Every time I don't know something, you know, I always come to you. Hey, well, you it's know, like, I did it out, man. What did I miss? So you yeah, answer well, all my questions. Well, and I learned some stuff about Archer's Airbay today. So I like that, too. There you go, man. There you go. We can uh, we can learn something new every day. Oh yeah, well, all right. So tell tell everybody where you can find between between the pipes podcast. Between the pipes podcast at between the pipes podcast on Instagram. That's really where I sit the most. I don't really do any other social media. Um, got really nothing going between on the between the pipes right now. Uh, I just do doing the stick and fuck, focusing on that. Like I said, I was, I was last episode I was talking about maybe doing a little rebranding, but. I haven't figured that stuff out yet, but when I do, I'll let you know. And uh, definitely check out the Instagram. You're always posting some interesting. I'm always. I, I'm doing jerseys or like, like. Some, some videos and stuff. And yeah, check it out, man. I'm, I'm still. I truly still try to stay involved, you know, and in whatever whatever way I can. I'm gonna I'm gonna take some nice pictures of these jerseys. I'm gonna post them. Um, this episode in particular, guys. Um, you know, it might be kind of boring just on the audio. Without me, us talking these jerseys and you guys not getting the visual on them, so it might be worth checking out this video once it comes out on YouTube at on the bench with Beaks um, on YouTube. That's where it's going to be out. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend check us out. Give us a like. Give us a thumbs down. Whatever. Um, Fuck you if you do. Give me a thumbs down. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out. We'll but, have uh, Donnie Brook. <laughs> but you know. Check us out. Give us a little support. Again, we're doing this for fun. We're not trying to be millionaires off of this or anything. No. Um, but yeah, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, one last thing before I forgot, I want to give you a quick shout out on air. It's like a uh, little beakster here got mentioned on Spitting Chicklets uh, a week ago or so. Yeah, that uh, was nuts. That was pretty cool. Uh, 
They talked about beaks over here, spitting chiclets. Uh, I don't know which episode it is, but if you look it up, it's the one with Milan Hayduke. Um, yeah, uh, Milan, Milan uh, invited, he was uh, invited on, and then he had uh, Marty, uh, the dog father, come on. And they, uh, you know, they they uh, they obviously talked a lot about uh, Milan's career and stuff like that. But then after that, yeah, they, they started talking about how Milan and I met through uh marty and dog nation and what they're what all the wonderful things they're doing with uh dog nation so yeah check out the chicklets episode that was pretty cool you know um having uh biz to, uh hear about like the whole story so like i said on uh, instagram biz you know anytime you want to hop on an epi but there's plenty of room on the bench with beaks there you go man so just a little shout out there. That was cool. That was pretty sweet. That was yeah. a, it was a different kind of thing. So hell yeah, man, you got to do it. That's that's uh, that that doesn't happen often in life. So had to had to be mentioned. Oh for sure. And I'm just glad you know Marty and Dog Nation's getting a good look at the spotlight too for all all the incredible things that they've done for me and the hockey community. So that's great for them too. So huge. Uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, guys. Um, this is episode three. Um, again, we'll probably see you in about a month. Yeah, uh, boys and girls, have a wonderful uh, have a wonderful month, and you know, keep that sk- stick taped, tie those skates up, and come have a shirt around with us next time. What he said, I just need to figure out how to strap those pads on. Ha, there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Till next time. Bye. Exactly.